Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, staying ahead of the entrepreneurial curve. You know, there's that old saying of, what have you done for me lately? Well, my philosophy wasn't that. It was, what am I going to do for you tomorrow? But you're always looking ahead, looking to the future, looking to how you're going to make this a better community 5, 10, 20 years from now. And I think that's what we try to do in, with Leadership Greater Washington. Leadership. The ability to set a vision and get teams of people to move in the direction that you choose is an important skill for any region. It's particularly important here in the D.C. region. We're joined now by Doug Duncan. He is president and chief executive officer of Leadership Greater Washington, one of the prominent regional groups that promotes both economic development, entrepreneurship, and general community development, and is very much the center of many of the big trends shaping our entrepreneurial and business community. Doug, thanks for joining us. Jonathan, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you very much. Well, I'm an alum of uh, Leadership Greater Washington, proudly, and many people are, but not everybody listening knows what Leadership Greater Washington is. Explain a little bit about the organization. Leadership Greater Washington is a group that brings regional leaders from the government, business, and nonprofit sectors together to advance the region. So we look to have a, a positive impact on the region and the region's future. We've, we've been around for over 30 years now. We've got 1,600 members who've been through our program. And we basically bring a group of about 60 plus or minus leaders, again, in, in business sector, nonprofit sector, government sector together for a year. And we spend one day a month teaching them about the different challenges facing the region. We get them to bond with each other, form friendships uh, that are very long lasting friendships. And it really helps, I think, facilitate um, regional progress. And it helps break down some of the regional barriers that we have here in terms of different jurisdictions and saying, well, it's in Virginia. I'm in Maryland. I don't care about that. One of the things that I found interesting about the group when I was part of it was that not only do you have people who are CEOs of companies, you also have folks that are leaders of not-for-profits, politicians currently serving, people who will be serving or have served subsequently. Why do you think it's important for a business community like Washington, D.C. to have a group like this? Well, one of the things we say is that you will meet people in Leadership Grade Washington that you never would have met except for us that you're going to meet people that you would never have run across their path in your normal business business workday. And that diversity is very important to us. And it's important, I think, to, to as you foster those regional relationships, as you build that sense of a region, it's important to know that it's not just the business community, but there's all kinds of different sectors that make up this region and make us the great region that we are. What do you think quantifies leadership? As you, you know, you've been a leader and you're involved in leadership. How would you describe leadership? I think the way you did was was actually very good. You said it's vision and then bringing people together to achieve that vision. And, and to me, vision is what it's all about. I I am a little frustrated now because I don't think we've got vision, much vision from our political leaders, both at the local, state and national level. And and I think that hurts us as a community, it hurts us as a, as a country. Mm. But you've got to have a vision of where you want to take an organization, where you want to be 10, 20, 30 years from now. When, when I was the county executive of Montgomery County, you know, there's that old saying of, what have you done for me lately? Well, my philosophy wasn't that. It was, what am I going to do for you tomorrow? So you're always looking ahead, looking to the future, looking to how you're going to make this a better community uh, 5, 10, 20 years from now. And I think that's what we try to do in, with Leadership Greater Washington. We try to make these leaders think about the future, think about where we want to go as a region and, and what kind of place we want to be for ourselves and for our children. So 
this year's class leadership greater washington the last couple of years what are some of the trends you're seeing amongst your members when they look at the region what are what are our leaders non-political leaders thinking about are the big issues to be addressed right now well clearly transportation with metro is is, is on everybody's mind i mean that's i ride the metro every day uh, i i used to call the red line the dread line hmm. because it was just so frustrating it's gotten a lot better those new cars have made a lot of difference but human service needs uh, clearly the impact of the new administration on the on the federal budget and on the region mm-hmm. itself is something that's uh, that's a worry for people. Mm-hmm. I think all those things are so. Um, it also strikes me that you touched on this earlier. Politicians, the political process seems to have gotten so choked with with money and the agendas that come with the money that's being contributed. It, it looks to me like a lot of the public service aspects of, of being a politician, I don't see that as much right now. You don't have the emphasis on that that I think you used to have. And, it's, you know, when John Kennedy was president, it was it was what everybody's dream was to be in public service and to serve our country. And we just don't see that much anymore. And we're, we're actually seeing that in, in millennials. We're seeing that in a leadership grade of Washington as well, where yeah. you would ask about what are the new classes looking at. One of the trends we're seeing is that People want to have an impact, but they don't see being political as the way to have an impact. They see getting involved in a food bank, getting involved in a homeless shelter, getting involved in something very local that they can volunteer and spend time at makes a bigger difference. So our members are saying, we want to have a community impact. We want to be a, a player in the region, but it's yeah, it's really through these different organizations that we can help support and help them accomplish their mission is, is the way to do it. Now, your career and life, you've been in this region a long time. Why did you choose this particular place to um, become a CEO? There are a lot of different things you could have done after your last Well, I, job. I mean, I've always had a, a philosophy of public service. My mother, um, I come from a family of 13 kids. Um, my mother voted for the first time when she, when she was like 30. She moved from the district to Maryland. She finally got to vote. She was very active in democratic politics. And, and I was the one of the 13 who sort of tag along with her and, and developed her interest in that. She never ran for office, um, but it's but she always taught us that, that religious service was the highest calling. And when I realized it wasn't going to be a priest, uh, the, the, she said, public service is the next highest. And I said, well, I'm going to do something in public service. And, and I was always very shy. So thinking of myself as an elected official was sort of hard to believe because of my shyness, but it all worked out very well. And when I left politics, when I left elective office, uh, I still wanted to do something for the region, for the community. And, and really, I've always viewed myself as a community builder. I'm, I'm downtown Silver Spring, the re- renovation of that, uh, building Strathmore. I'm, I'm always looking at ways to make communities stronger, to make people prouder of where they uh, live and work. And I think at Leadership Greater Washington, I'm able to do that on a regional basis now. So I'm, I'm still giving back to the community and really enjoying it. I, I say that the best thing about my job is that every day I meet new people who are doing great things in this region. And it's it's a blessing, really. You mentioned a moment ago shyness. I'm often struck how few people really appreciate that often our most effective leaders are introverts. Why do you think it is that? <laughs> but don't you don't you find that? And haven't you found that? the uh, Many of our most effective leaders, in fact, are not extroverts. They're, they're shy and introverted people. It might be because we like to solve problems. We focus on solving problems, getting things done, and moving on to the next thing, and and not worrying about glad handing so much. And I know that's sort of difficult to say when you're in in politics, but 
you know, there's there's important parts of the job, but you always the, the governing is the most important part. You sort of put up with the campaigning, put up with whatever, but but you're you're running to do something. You're not running to hold a title, which too many people do in politics nowadays. You're running to get something done, and, and I think it's 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 that drive, it's that sense of urgency um, that you see in a lot of introverts that that helps make that happen. Well. Here we have an example, everyone, of a leader, Leadership Greater Washington is an organization that brings together people like Doug Duncan and others. It's definitely an organization you want to keep your eyes on. And if you are interested and you're a business owner or a leader of an organization, you want to apply to become part of Leadership Greater Washington. It's a great thing to do. Doug Duncan, thanks for joining us today. Jonathan, thank you very much. Great to be with you. We believe there's such a need for authentic information that's positive and useful. You know, there are many, many people here in the D.C. region who get up every day and just get after creating new things and are committed to making our community better. My producer, Tracy Madigan, and I speak with people every day that tell us amazing stories of, that they want to share about the progress they're making, the things that they care about, and why they're proud to be part of the greater Washington community. You're going to meet many of them on this show. That's what working in Washington really means to us. Now more than ever, I feel that a positive voice is needed in our society, our communities. We need to make sure that we reach each other and that we work together. That's what this show is going to be about, and we'll do our best to make sure that we're genuine and every show provides you with useful insights. Every week, we're going to bring topics that will keep you informed and engaged, and we hope will help you progress your business and your career. You'll be able to find our podcast on iTunes. Let us know what you think. And of course, follow us on Twitter at, at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. 